This is a disclaimer. Ben and I do not actually agree or believe these conspiracy theories. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome back to Conspiracy Talk, your home for the ridiculous, where we talk about how the dinosaurs built the pyramids. Well, how exactly would this work then? Well, you see, how I figured they're talking about is you get a ramp, you get a big dinosaur. Like a T-Rex. Not T-Rex, the planting one. The horse one with a long neck. That yes! Thing. The Brachiosaurus. Yeah, you get a Brachiosaurus, you tame it like how they do in the Flintstones, and you teach it to pull heavy stones. Pull heavy stone. Its name is Stone because it pulls stones, and 100% not. Not because it eats them, like a dumb dog. Dinosaurs are the dogs of our civilization. I mean, dogs are the dinosaurs. No, birds are the dinosaurs. Birds work for the bourgeoisie. Yes, our second topic of the day is that how the birds work for the bourgeoisie. No, Just, that's actually not another topic. Uh, that's that's a joke. But that, we might cover that in the future sometime. Okay, so back to the dinosaurs. So, how? Okay, like you said, you get the ramp and you get the horse dinosaur, and it pulls it pulls the bricks. How how heavy do you think those bricks are? Several tons. Probably. How much can one dinosaur pull? A lot. How much exactly? This is a good question for Google. So, I don't know if Google would exactly have the answer to this. They just probably have someone reviewing all your search results going like, what? How much can a Brachiosaurus pull? Fossil hunters use horses to pull 150 million year old Brachiosaurus arm bone. So, okay. Okay, so, assuming that, okay, so, car engines are measured in horsepower, right? Engines are measured in horsepower. Well, Brachiosaurus power. Exactly. Technically, in the Flintstones, instead of horsepower, would it have been human power? Because they're moving the cars with their feet. So would it technically be human power? Yeah, how does this go into our podcast? Because dinosaurs and the Flintstones and whatever the dinosaur's name was. I don't remember. Dino? Dino the Dino. That's his name. Anyways, back to the topic at hand. Could Dino have pulled a several ton of brick? He wasn't a brachiosaurus. He was like their small dog dinosaur. He was the small dog. He was a baby brachiosaurus. That stayed a baby forever? Yes. They figured out the secret to immortality. The Flintstones predicted immortality, kids. Remember that. How many bricks are in the pyramid, do you think? A lot. Okay. So, there is a 23 million bricks to build a single pyramid. So... Like, which pyramid are we talking about? Like, the taller ones or, like, the smaller ones? Or? I think they're all about the same size. Really? Like, the ancient Egyptian pyramids. Okay. So, assuming that all the pyramids have about 23 million, t- 23, 2 million 3,000, I'm sorry. Uh, assuming that these pyramids have 2 million 3,000, 300,000 bricks in them each, how many dinosaurs would it have taken to build in one year? If, what's the lifetime of a dinosaur? 
What's the half-life of a dinosaur? Lifetime of a Brachiosaurus. Uh, I feel like lizards would live a long time, right? Solar panels. Okay, so a Brachiosaurus would have lived roughly 100 years by the oldest estimates. Okay. Okay, so in 100 years, could one Brachiosaurus... How many... Okay, so in one... In one Brachiosaurus lifetime, how many bricks did that one Brachiosaurus pull? Because think about it. Where were the bricks made? They were carved out of mountains. They had to be pulled by a dinosaur across the desert sand. Which at that time might not have been desert, might have been lush forest. Right? Yeah. If this fits in with the dinosaur theory, yes. So... How did the dinosaurs build the pyramids? They don't have opposable thumbs. Aliens. Aliens. And we're back to the aliens built the pyramids. Episode 2, everybody. Alright. So, after the dinosaurs, obviously came people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, people came after the dinosaurs. So, apparently, th- somewhere along the line... Uh, from dinosaur to man, someone figured out how to build stargates. Which leads us to our next topic. The rich and famous have a backup Earth that they can go to if an apocalypse ever occurs. Why does this remind me of a King Gizzard song called Mars for the Rich? I don't know. Okay, so think about it. Like, backup Earth. Mm-hmm. Sounds a lot like terraformed planet to me. It's Mars. It's Mars, everyone. Yeah, because only the rich and famous get to go to Mars and live while the rest of the poor people die here. Yeah. We're, 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 we're slowly getting there, ladies and gentlemen. And then we lead how, how we accidentally turn Mars into the Mars that we know from the game Doom. I've never played Doom. Please elaborate. So you see, depending on what version you played... Either the 2016 renew, uh, reboot, or the uh, older, older versions of the games. The first one, although I've never played Doom, I'm just going off the videos I've seen talking about the story. So what happens is they're trying to do, I think, like teleportation on like some Mars' moons. And mm-hmm. I think on the moons, they accidentally create a portal to hell. Ah, uh, yes. Hell Portal, my favorite video game. So, the rich and famous have a backup Earth. Explain to me how that works, Ben. Like, how... How do they get there, first of all? Is it, like, an actual Stargate? Is it, like, a spaceship? Or teleportation or something else? One idea that came into my mind is, what if they have not just a... Backup Earth. What if they just upload their minds or consciousness into a computer? Altered carbon. Once again, just like yesterday's recording session, we've come full circle. Then we've come full circle. We're never doing a twenty-four hour recording. All right. So if the rich and famous did have a sort of Stargate to get to another planet, how long would that take to be built by a Brachiosaurus? <laughs> so, like... Are we talking about one Brachiosaurus or several? I, I don't know. But, like, 
You've seen Star Trek, right? No, I haven't. I've seen, like, one part of Rathacon. All right. So in Star Trek, the, the ships are so massive that a lot of them have to be rolled in space at a space dry dock. I have no idea what it's actually called. I'm going to call it a space... Similar, I think they have similar stuff like that in Star Wars also. I'm going to call it a spaceport. Anyway, so at the spaceport, it takes about a year for construction to complete. If we theoretically had one... Oh, and also, the, it's, called, it's called a spaceport in the book for Lost in Space. Lost in Space, the book, has a spaceport, and he crashes into the Stargate and takes it down. But... I thought Lost in Space was an old TV show. It's both. It was originally a book in the 1950s. Okay, that yeah, makes sense. All right. So, if the Richard Famous did have a Stargate... The chair. Okay. If the rich and it's famous, the if the rich and famous did have a Stargate, okay. First of all, I've said how uh, how long I think it would probably take. I think it'd take two to three years. Besides that, I think we're at least thirty years away from figuring out any sort of teleportation. I feel thirty like, to fifty. I feel like we're longer than that because we're not. We just. I mean, we don't seem that advanced Advanced yet. Well, I mean, have you seen SpaceX? Have you heard of Jesus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elon Musk, the Jesus of rockets? He can land a rocket on a, on a boat with no person to control it. It's a drone. This is reminding me of the uh, last podcast episode we talked about of bringing back an ancient Egyptian god. Ah, uh, yes, the Stargate to bring back the ancient Egyptian god from episode 4. A new hope. <laughs> a new... Episode 4, bringing back the ancient Egyptian gods. This actually sounds like Civilization VI, so like... The game? Six, yeah. <laughs> Civilization 6. Okay, let's get back to the list. Yes, let, let's get back to the list. So if the rich and famous did have a Stargate, where would it be? Would it be near the Earth so they can get to it quicker? Would it be on the moon? Would it be in their basement so they can just, like, oh, they take the rug off, they open the wooden cellar door, and they jump in, and bam, Earth. I feel like... Second Earth. If there is a supposed Stargate, I feel like it'd be kind of like, maybe not several, but some spread across the globe. Mm-hmm. So, near where so most people. famous or popular celebrities live. America. In the middle of nowhere. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> I'm leaving. That. I didn't say it this time. Woo! I didn't even think about it. Welcome to the middle of nowhere, Kansas, the home of. Don't look at me like that. It makes me feel very uncomfortable. Welcome, to, well, welcome to middle of nowhere, Kansas, where there's just a stargate in between two towns by a high school. <laughs> don't don't question me, Ben. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Especially with the other podcast. Yeah, we're we're gonna. We've already said we've already said one. Now we we need, don't need the other. We don't need the other. So, yeah, that concludes this episode. Just kidding. We still have about thirty minutes. All right. So afterlife. I can like <clears throat> oh crap that's voice, that's a voice crack. Okay again like how I said the afterlife. Okay so this is ones that most religions believe in such as you die you are in 
another spiritual, spiritual type of realm, like heaven. Or there's one that I guess has kind of become more popular in the last couple of years, which is uploading your mind and consciousness into a computer. I have heard of this, yes. I mean, I also just mentioned this in the last topic also. Altered card, part yeah. two. But it feels like if you just uploaded your mind and consciousness to a computer, I feel like I'd go very bad when the power outage happened somewhere. It could be in space, it could be on a satellite that's yeah. solar powered. Yeah, but just imagine, like, you're talking to Grandpa. He, he died, like, 30 years ago. He, his mind is everything. He's talking to you, giving you some really great advice. And suddenly, power outage! Sorry, Grandpa! Bye bye! Or you're just like, he's. Okay, think about it this way. He's in a Mac computer, like one of the new ones, that are very susceptible to getting water spilled on them. You're, you're drinking your morning coffee, right? You're like, mm, good morning, Grandpa. And then you, <laughs> and you hear the dial-up internet tone, and it scares you, and you drop your, your hot cup of coffee onto the Mac computer, killing Grandpa forever. <laughs> Hi, well, welcome to Conspiracy Talk, where we, where we discuss killing people with hot coffee. I feel like putting your dead relatives uploading, their co- uploading consciousness and mind into a computer would just maybe be more of a hell to them and the, instead of a, like... Happy place, yes. Because I feel like something would happen to them. Well, I mean, think about this. Like, there have been countless books, movies, and TV shows that deal with this, where people are, they they take their brains out, and they put them into a different body, Mm. one that is not their own. Like, think of that. Just like one day you're you're alive, you you can see everything that's going on around you. You you see the bullet coming right towards you. It hits you right between the eyes, and then, like, not even a second later, you're just like awake again, and in a completely different body that may or may not be your own. Mm-hmm. Like, they can they can take your consciousness out and put it on like a time freeze or something. Mm-hmm. I watched Artemis Fowl today. It was pretty good. They put it in a time freeze, and then they're just like, well, we should try to save the body. And th- if they save it, they put it back, your mind back into you. If they don't, they, uh, they find another uh, body, and they just slap you into it. I don't know if I'd like that. Uh-uh. No bueno. I feel like I'd rather, if, if they ever develop, developed a way to clone humans, I feel like I'd feel better with that. Unless if there was like... Yeah, so, like, they Probably. take your mind out and you get put into a mindless clone. Yeah. That would make sense. That would make a lot more sense. Unless if there was defects with that clone, because... That, that <laughs> Surprise, you don't have a right arm. Well, I mean, we've just now figured out how to clone animals. Like, there's the I mean, sheep. Yeah, that but that wasn't, like, recently. That was, like, kind of 20 years ago, but... 2000. Well, no, like, the recent thing with sheep is they can survive in an artificial womb. Okay. That's 2017. That's more recent than the other one. Okay. At least it's not 20 years ago. Yeah. Are we just playing God now? Yes. Hello, welcome to Civilization VI, once again. Okay, so you, you've seen the recent... You, see, you saw a live stream of the recent SpaceX launch, right? I don't think I actually watched it. I might have been working. Okay. So, what they did is they launched people into space from American soil on an American rocket for the first time since the space shuttle was retired back in, I believe, 2011. 
and there were a lot of people excited about that. And then this morning I read on the news that there is this, hold on, I'll try to pull it up. It was like this, this person who was like, oh no, I don't believe in that because the moon landing was hoaxed and this is also a hoax. I was like, well, you see, yes, Falcon 9 rocket, oh wait, that's different. Falcon, there was basically Falcon 9 rocket is a hoax. And just this one person did not want to believe to save their life. They are very dumb. And if and if you're listening to this podcast, you one person who thinks that the Falcon 9 doesn't actually exist and it's a hoax, you are wrong. You can go to, I think it's the NASA Museum down in either Houston or Florida, and you will see. It might also be in Alabama. Space Camp is in Alabama. No, we're not going to start that again. We... Weed eating. Weed eating. Gasoline and weed eating machines. Are we still doing the podcast right now? Yes, we're still doing the podcast. Are you going to edit this out later? No. Oh. Okay, so... After the afterlife theories, it's... So... If you if you were ever a child, or maybe you already had children and you're an adult and you're watching this... There's this thing called Ice Age, and if you might have seen it... I believe it's Ice Age Dawn of the Dinosaurs... Probably been a while since I've watched it. Yeah. Basically, it's set in the... I think it was, I believe it's the last Ice Age that the Earth ever had. And these people... Or not these people. These anthropomorphic animals. They somehow break... No, it's a sloth. Sid the Sloth. <laughs> Sid the Sloth accidentally like steps into a hole and slides down to where these three eggs are at. And he takes them with him because he his entire family left him to go south for the winter, I guess. I think that's a thing that sloths do in the Ice Age. I don't know. But this very ugly green sloth thing takes these three eggs, draws faces on them, and raises them as his own until they hatch a couple days later. And then the mother dinosaur breaks out of the ice looking for her children and drags him the sloth, and her three dinosaur children back underground. That is what is very similar to this. This has gone completely off the rails. Welcome, everybody, to the Joe Rogan Podcast. Without Jamie, the pull up the picture. Jamie, pull up the picture. But the next theory is di- dinosaurs inside the hollow earth. So Dawn of the Dinosaurs is probably what... Was this this theory was based off of because after a lot of people saw it, they probably were like, oh, this makes sense. Well, question. How did dinosaurs get oxygen on, inside the Earth? I'm going to guess someone's going to say plant life that somehow exists in this whole Earth. That is true. But where do they get, where do they get the sunlight? Where do they get any sunlight from for the plants to grow? Because it's underground. I mean, maybe, maybe... The Arctic, maybe? It's just like a giant greenhouse inside of there, and it's all the plants growing, and the dinosaurs have come back from the dead. Hey, man, praise the Jesus. So, let's see. I remember, like, remember, did you ever watch Journey to the Center of the Earth? You I one? did watch Journey like, to the Center of the Earth. The one that came out when we were kids, not the one that came out like, earlier than that. Yeah. Uh, the one where they go and then they go to find, like, the the center of the earth 
Like just, the, I'm, I'm making a synopsis like, here. Like, didn't they fall down into a volcano or something? Or an old mine shaft? I think they were, yeah. That's why I was like, we're still falling! <sighs> and then eventually they get down there, there's like a lake with a dinosaur in it. Yeah. I, that's the one I remember. That wasn't good for any more seconds. It's on Disney Plus. For, I don't have Disney Plus. For all of the, the we need to stop hitting the table because it's like moving the microphone around. Yeah. But for for those with Disney Plus, Journey to the Center of the Earth is something that I would recommend because it is a good movie. It's got it's got a good plot. Is that Brendan Fraser in it? Is that his name? Uh, I think so. I don't know actors. I think, very well. I think that's his name. That or I just said the guy who's in Panic at the Panic at the Disco. Anyways, so I chimed in. I chimed in with the. Haven't you, you ever, ever heard, heard of, of the door? You literally got to me for knocking on. The table. <laughs> I know. Wait a knock on wood. I'm not. A, I'm gonna do that on my wooden phone case here. It's probably not great to do. Okay, so. Many people who make their home in Colorado, apparently a few of them, think that the Denver airport is the home of all evil. This was, like, it was on Google Maps for the longest time because people, like, tried to rename it, apparently. <laughs> so, like, if we look up Denver Airport and Google Maps right here, and while I'm doing this, like, Denver's a beautiful area. It's got a lot of smog, you can't see the mountains very well, but it's beautiful, especially during the winter. When you can't go outside the house. But, like, when, when, when we went to Colorado for, I think it was Boy Scouts, when I used to be in Boy Scouts, we went to Colorado, we went right through Denver, and we went through this area where it was a very sketchy area, like, cars with broken out windows and buildings boarded up with, like, boards on the ground. Beautiful area, as I said. Are you sure you weren't in, like, a weird abandoned city in the mountains somewhere? I'm pretty sure. Okay, so it's Denver International Airport. That is apparently the home of all evil. Welcome to Denver. Your, uh, your flight is ready. Flight 666. Straight to hell. Actually, I think that's actually a plain name for the band I made. Ooh, uh, 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 uh. And, like, a in a, like, live... DVD of their one of their concerts because from what I know their lead singer uh crap guys Brian Adams no no you're you're really wrong Ryan Seacrest look it up I don't want I'm going to I have Flight Radar 24 on my mobile device of which yeah, I still not you know say. the band I made in the people that made song Run to the Hills Number of the Beast the Trooper. Is it a thing? Several other classic heavy metal songs. N six. Fear of the Darks. Is it an actual aircraft? Let's find out. It might be. No, it's a seaplane. Darn. Okay, let's see. We can look up Iron Maiden planes. I am looking it up right now. It's a seven forty seven. You said. I think I can find that pretty easily here. Just look up Iron Maiden Plane. Iron Maiden Plane. This has gone off on a tangent. Iron Maiden Plane. So, with the, with Denver... Here's a summary from Simple Flying. The Boeing 747 was selected in February 2016. Silence, child. So, 
Let's see. Ben Ed Force One is what it's called. Yeah, it's the, because their mascot is called Eddie. Eddie. Oh shoot. What? Their engine blew out in 2012. Oh. Is it something with the name with the letters and numbers six 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 in it? I thought it was. Or I might um, be thinking of their live DVD. Was Bruce Dickinson the yes, lead singer? Yes, lead singer. Yeah, it, it showed up as Bruce Dickinson's airplane. Okay. So, with... Why do they have a 747 in the first place? Those things are so inefficient. I don't know. I mean, their lead singer is, their, is also their pilot. Gasp. It does show him flying the plane. Okay, so they have three planes, my friend. It was a world tour bus in the sky. This has become something of a tangent here. All right, back to the podcast. So, um... We can talk about band conspiracy theories later. <laughs> yes. So, Queen Elizabeth, she's been alive for, what, 92, 94 years, yeah. I think? So, there's a theory out there that she's lived so long because she eats people. She's a cannibal. So, if you believe this... Go talk to the Queen of England and see what you think of her. Because I don't think that she eats people. It's T-F-A-K, by the way. Okay. That's the plane registration. But... You just that. Yeah, I know. It's fine. Okay. I don't think it makes much noise. It does. <laughs> it makes a lot of noise. Alright, so... Melonhead. Would you like to explain? Because I don't know much about it. Alright. Again, this is something I found on the internet. Apparently, there's a melonhead cryptid in maybe like southern kind of No, it's in like Ohio area and the states around it, I think. Could you look it up for me real quick? Melonhead cryptid? Yeah, because I already watched the video on it. So, I think supposedly in the 1920s, 1930s, there was this scientist or doctor or some sort who did experiments on orphans where he'd like put. He'd like would put water in their head or in the skull which would West Michigan okay so it would like it would kind of expand the skulls a bit and he'd do experiments on them and one day these his name was Dr. Crow yeah it sounds fine so these misshapen orphans kind of just decide what just find a picture no after years of abuse, the Melonheads brutally killed Dr. Crow and burnt down his facility in Michigan. We are, get the, we are getting this from cryptidsfandom.com. I would like to point out that this is an, an article. This is near where his... We're looking at a forest kind of lane. It's called. It says Velvet Street near the location of Trumbull and Monroe, Michigan, I think. And uh, <clears throat> there's still sightings of these to this day, so possibly these are like descendants of the orphans. Well, I mean, how would they get melon heads? Because they, they, you would have had to put water in their heads. Well, so, I don't know. I, I remember Maybe watching a video from genetic. Yeah, and then also due to the uh, incest of them. Wonderful. Yeah, so it, it's, it's a weird cryptid in a sort of way, so... There's been sightings of them. I think in the video I saw, I talked about how there's supposedly a sighting of one of them in like maybe 2012 or early 2010s. Mm -hmm. This guy was like purposely looking for them just about when he was about to give up. He saw one running right 
beside the road as he was driving, and he was driving like 40 miles an hour, and this humanoid creature was running, was able to keep up with the car. So, I feel like... Melonheads have superpowers. You heard it here first. I feel like if that is the case, and you're in a vehicle... I don't want to get the heck out of Dodge right then and there. 70, right like, down that road. Be like, cool, I've seen the thing up close. I don't want to be here anymore. Just, I don't know. If, it, I mean, if you really want really want proof of Melonhead and it's trying to send hurt your, you. Send your DJI drone instead. Or Yeah, yeah, that might be a better idea. I was about to say, like, I mean, if somehow, if you want proof of Melonhead, dart it. Non-lethal? Darn Non-lethal! It. Non-lethal! It. I mean... Low dart in the butt cheek. Because I feel like, technically, if this case is maybe a human being, in a weird way... It might be, like, a genetically altered human being. Yeah, so... We don't know what other experiments I guess, Dr. technically... Yeah, I guess... Did you just call him Dr. Jero? Dr. Crow. Oh, if I said Dr. Jero, I was like, that's a mean villain from Dragon Ball Z. I don't watch anime. I would like to make that clear. The only anime I ever watched was Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is the same series, just one has, like, remastered animation or something with, like, some of the voice actors from the original series. Well, so anyways, back to what we were saying about Melonheads. I feel like if you were trying to prove that they exist, either, like, take a picture, but then, yet again, most pictures of cryptids are, like, either we took it from a distance or... It's very blurry, mm-hmm. or you just see strange eyes off in the distance. Like all the Bigfoot pictures. Yeah. Melon had cryptid. You're looking at pictures. Picture, yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like you're going to be scarred. Anyways, so while, while we're looking at this, uh, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, Cannibalism. I feel like with her, it's just that... It may be her family tree that she's just kind of had good genetics on living this long, and she's had good lifestyle. Just, I don't think it's her being cannibalistic. Because, for example, my great-grandmother lived to be 101. And it was very common for people of our great-grandparents' generation, I believe, because their genetics were just good. They lived through, like... I think they were the miracle generation. I think that's what they're called. Yeah, because, like... They, they, I mean, they lived through influenza, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Spanish flu. Yeah. And then, uh, I'm sure they got good genes from their parents and their relatives before. Mm-hmm. So, I'd say with Queen Elizabeth, I'd just say with her that she has good genetics, other than how the royal family is, like, some of them are hemophiliacs, right? I believe so. Didn't we learn this in one of our teachers' classes? Like... The bleeding thing? Yeah, where, like, yeah. you get cut and won't stop bleeding. Yeah, because of an iron deficiency. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like, other than that, I feel like she's in pretty good health. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing really to worry about her anyways. Well, not at the moment. Yeah. I mean, with COVID, she's under, like, extreme protection because she's, I believe, their most beloved monarch in history, maybe. Yeah. So I think she's, like, taking... I think people are taking extra precautions to protect her within the circle of that area, I guess. Alright, so Queen Elizabeth and the Illuminati. Anyways, so the next topic on our list is the Illuminati that created a new world order. 
This sounds like Star Wars. The Illuminati took the Jedi and just... Are you thinking of, like, the Jedi Council? Yeah. I'm thinking of the Jedi Council. I am the Senate. You are on the Council, but we do not grant you the rank of Master. What? How is this possible? Take a seat, young Skywalker. Take a seat, young Skywalker. Although, I'm pretty sure that's not how the dialogue goes exactly, although some of it may be accurate. I don't think I put it in the right order. But... It's Anyways, back to our topic of the Illuminati. So, basically what this theory is, is that the Illuminati is slowly taking over the world. There are a few people that know about it, and are slowly convincing people to join their world order instead of the one that the United Nations has created. It is so out there that I'm surprised that a couple people even believe it. So, like, how... How on earth would they establish a new world order without like, anyone knowing? Because I feel like that's a pretty big thing. NordVPN. NordVPN. <laughs> Once again, back, back, back to this topic. Alright, so I feel like they would have to be like... Is the Illuminati a cult? I think it's a combination of cult and just world, new world order type of thing. New world order. Because, I mean... Historically, they actually did exist at one point, like in the 1700s, but then they kind of stopped. It's not really sure. And then, the Illuminati triangle on the back of the $1 bill. Yeah, I think... Well, I, that's also not just Illuminati, I think. Isn't that also like a... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. The all-seeing eye. No, no, just, that's it's... That's what it's called. Freemasons? Mason. Yeah, Freemasons. Like, also Freemasons, I think. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. Now back to our topics on movies. Uh, the Freemasons were in National Treasure, I believe. Okay. Like, George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, they'd hit a whole bunch of stuff so people could find the lost uh, treasure city of gold, uh, El Dorado. Which, uh, which is a city in the state of Kansas, El Dorado. It's not actually made of gold. It's, it's not made of gold. It's made of brick and whatever else. And uh, like those, a lot of wood. those big pet meat packing plants? Or is that what they are? It's some sort of packing plants. Maybe not meat packing. Um, from my recent experience, I believe that it's a natural gas refinery. That would make more sense, because I'd explain the... Giant tanks. Yeah. Yeah. All right, back to the Illuminati. So, if they created a new world order, what would it be about? Like, I feel like, to what I've seen in, like, pop culture, it'd be like totalitarian. Okay. Kind of. I guess like... So something similar to that. 1984. Okay. Then like, you have no freedom and stuff like that. So. That's that's what I figure. I don't know about... I, I'm not the type of person I'd go and research Illuminati. Maybe I'll look up memes. But like... Illuminati memes. <laughs> I think I actually did look up memes and Illuminati, but the thing is, I didn't have, like, Reddit or iFunny, so I just went to Google, like, Illuminati memes. Illuminati memes. Well, I think that just about covers it for this episode, because we are running out of disk space on this computer. Oh. So, yeah. until next time, see ya.